The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse for free trial membership. This is Writing Excuses, Season 4, Episode 31. Uh, line editing dialogue. Yeah. Oh, 15 minutes long because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Dan. I'm Howard. All right. We're going to, um, unfortunately, be looking at my first book again, um, which uh, if you... It was you, a lot of fun last time. Yes, it was a lot of fun and uh, cringe-inducing. Uh, this is a book that I, that I wrote when I was still a teenager, uh, so that you know... Uh, there are actually two books named White Sand, by the way. I rewrote this many years later, and it's much better. Uh, it's still not really good, but it's much better than this. Um, last time, we spent a whole long time talking about my terrible descriptions, um, and now we're going to get into some dialogue. We thought well, that we would want to, uh, want to line edit some dialogue. Let, let's set some quick ground rules okay. in case somebody missed the last one. Uh, for, for line editing purposes, we're assuming that this book has already been content edited and that we like it, and now we're just polishing it up. We're shortening yep. things. We're making it tighter and punchier. Story's good. We just need to, yeah. yeah. Well, story it. is not changing. We're not going to say yeah. if it's good or not. But we're looking at just making the language okay. tighter All right. and making the dialogue better. Um, so we're jumping forward to the first scene in the book where there is dialogue. Um, and I'm just going to read it. And we're going to let the guys uh, take a look at it and see what they can do. The dialogue begins, I hate it. It just sits there staring at us. It won't be satisfied until we've all burnt a little crisps and blown away. There is no tag. I don't know. I kind of like that line, actually. Um, I hate it is strong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it just sits it there just staring sits there at us. staring at us. That's also good. It won't be satisfied until we, we've all burnt little crisps and blown away. Okay, so the character is anthropomorphizing something and... Uh, Probably the sun. I'm pretty sure it's the sun, but we don't find out that for a little while, which might be a problem. Let me read the next line. I wouldn't stare at it too long if I were you, Chris mumbled. It can't be good for your eyes. The other girl, Stace, stumbled back under the tarp's protective cover, where the shade provided a slight respite, respite from the heat. Groaning, hey. she flopped onto the mat next to Chris and murmured, I wish we could just go home. Okay, the I wouldn't stare at it too long... Yes. I wouldn't stare back. Okay. If we establish that it just sits there staring right. at us, I, it, you know, don't stare back, you'll go blind, whatever. That is a nicely symmetrical and, I think, funny. 
Okay, that's that's actually there's a little bit of character humor. Very clever Mm -hmm. because I was looking at that line and saying, well, I just double use stare. I need to cut that. But what you're saying is essentially hang a lantern on the concept and and make it make it a repost. Um, Yeah. Now I know we're looking at dialogue specifically in this episode, Mm -hmm. but. Uh, the the line you read that felt like it really needed work was the little attribution in between the in between the dialogue. Stacy stumbling. Yeah. yeah, stumbling. I don't know why she's stumbling here. Um, I I think it's to indicate that she's just really They're tired, delirious, and, yeah. and exhausted. Right, but it doesn't seem from the rest of the the scene that she is. So that would definitely need to be edited. I would probably you know the, I wouldn't stare back at it. I would I think the don't well don't stare back. It'll hurt your eyes. Would be a more active sentence yeah. to mm-hmm. use. Um, and we could lose the, it can't be good for your eyes. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. stare back. It can't be good. They're, we've got kind of a, some really weak yeah. sentence yeah, building in if there. If I were you is, is right. unnecessary. Right. Um, I wish we could just go home. Next line. Well, unless you plan to head back by yourself, that's not likely to happen. See that well is unnecessary, but mm-hmm. I put those in all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, people say them. We're getting into this. Mm-hmm. We talked about dialogue yeah. before. Yeah, Let's, and that's the problem. Just here. because you say it doesn't mean you should write it. Right. But sometimes you want to, when we're doing dialogue, we want to blend this sort of line. Mm-hmm. We, want to, we want to make it feel like it's realistic, oh. but not actually imitate yeah, I, it. I, I agree so, completely. Yeah. I just don't think this is the right side of the blend. Yeah. Okay. In, in this, this case, early, I agree. I think it could, it could you, go. They're so having, they're having an argument. The, yeah, so you would cut so. the well to keep the ar- argument's yep. pacing moving. Um, I, I'm looking at the that's not likely to happen, which is yet another of the same construction yeah. from before. I wouldn't stare back at it. It can't be good. That's not likely. Um, they're all, you know, none of them alone are really, really egregious mm-hmm. sins, but all, of them, all of them together are making a very passive feel for this character. Well, so the first character says, I wish we could just go home. Yeah. Second character says... Unless you plan to head back by yourself, that's not likely to happen. Yeah. And that's not likely to happen. Also, you'll notice a lot of times in dialogue um, or, or in narrative, a writer, a new writer like myself during this time, that's not likely to happen. It's kind of using a vague... Um, reference yeah. to what's happening before, well, where if you could make it more, sh- let's, more let's strong. Make, let's make it yeah. stronger then. Uh, are They're having an argument about, you know, yeah. going home. I wish we could just go home. We can't. You can go home by yourself, but, you know, yeah. I'm going this way. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, I think what's happening here, though, she's saying, you can't, I, I think I would rewrite the sense of Seth of something like, well, unless you can swim, or unless you, you know, right. unless you, you intend to go and hire your own yeah. caravan to drive yourself off, give it yeah. a more active. I don't oh, actually, see, if they're part yeah. of a caravan, yeah. then, yeah. And, and I, I, I don't remember well enough to know yeah. what's happening here, but I think what that sense is trying to say is, unless you're going to do this really stupid thing that's pretty much impossible, right. yeah. you better just suck up and bear it. And I feel like saying it that way would be better. Now, the, the one thing that I do like about the way this conversation has been written thus far is that the one voice who keeps using the passive yeah. is also phrasing everything as a negative, right. which actually gives kind of a nice feel for that character. Um, the, the sentences don't work as they are, but I would look carefully, you know, if we had the time, for right. ways to preserve that 
phrasing everything as a negative in, yeah. instead of what a positive. What I would really look to do is see, is was I doing this intentionally for this character, or is this is everyone going to sound the same, or does this character sound distinctive? And if they mm -hmm. do sound distinctive, it's okay to keep a lot of these things as their voice. If this is the way the character always phrases things. Um, you're going to like the next one because um, the next one, I, I make a classic mistake. I know Stace returned with a quiet sigh. Then, looking over at Chris's work, she continued, any luck? The returned is a, yeah. is, 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 a, is our said sadism, yeah. um, which you definitely don't, you know, returned is a bad one to, to use. Let's just, let's just strike that one from your vocabulary and your listening. There are some that are okay to use. Don't use that one. Um, unless you're really <laughs> so having an argument. The character saying I know is Stacy. Yes. Do we want to keep the sigh? Um, I... Maybe. You know, maybe. Stacy gave a quiet sigh. Yeah. Stacy sighed quietly. I know. I just wish we could. Any luck? Um, the Chris shook her head distractedly, using a lot of adverbs, um, mm -hmm. or adjectives, that one is. Um, any luck? The, no, that's an adverb. The, yeah. The one thing I would actually consider using a uh, a spoken dialogue thing. So, any luck? Because that establishes the change from okay. yeah. the sigh to the. Right. That's a good that, point. That's I'm a now going to pay attention to what you're doing. You do need the extra beat there to make the dialogue right. flow. Right. In fact, you could probably cut the looking over at Chris's work. She continued, if you just put in the so. So, any luck? All right, before we continue, let's go ahead and break right here. Hey, writers. Are you thinking about learning a new language? I think exploring the world, experiencing other cultures, and being able to communicate with people outside your everyday experience lets you create richer, better stories. A great way to do that is with Rosetta Stone, a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. They use an immersive technique, which leads to fast language acquisition. It's an intuitive process that helps you really learn to speak, listen, and most of all, think in the language you're trying to learn. They also feature true accent speech recognition technology that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a voice coach in your home. Learn at home or on the go with a desktop and mobile app that let you download and access lessons even when you're offline. And it's an amazing value. A lifetime membership gives you access to all 25 languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Japanese, and, of course, Korean. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Writing Excuses listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And let's um, let's do our book of the week. I'm going to go ahead and uh, do this week's book. It's really more, it's actually a play, but Audible has a copies of The Importance of Being Earnest, which has been dramatized. There's actually like several copies of it you can get on Audible. And I would highly recommend if you're trying to work on some witty, snappy dialogue, you look at some Oscar Wilde. Absolutely. When I was trying to write Warbreaker, one of the things I did was go to Oscar Wilde and say, what is he doing? Let's break apart this, um, this dialogue, his dialogue, his, his retorts and all of these things and see if I can actually get at the core of it. Um, and it was, he was a great instructor for that. Well, and plays are really good for dialogue yeah. because there are no bookisms. Right. The, they, the line has to carry itself. Right, and I would particularly um, suggest the dramatized ones because they will have different actors playing yeah. the different roles, and mm-hmm. you can really get a sense of this witty dialogue snapping. And, and Oscar Wilde's dialogue, especially in The Importance of Being Earnest, is just brilliant. So it's a wonderful example. So audiblepodcast.com slash excuse. Yep. Kick off your 15-day free trial and uh, have a listen to The Importance of Being Earnest by Oscar Wilde. All right, um, back to my dialogue. Chris shook her head distractedly. This is the same alphabet I studied, but none of the words make sense. She gestured at a word circled near the top of the paper. This might mean west, and this other one could mean could be the word for horse, but the rest might as well be gibberish. Thoughts? You're doing a good job of uh, explaining what she's doing. She's translating something. She knows the alphabet. She, I mean, it is very clear what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, it just needs to be tightened. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I keep wanting to, to rephrase it to cut out I studied. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I don't know if we want to, again, for character reasons. It would be much cleaner to say, this is the right alphabet, but none of the words make sense. Well, not necessarily but, the right alphabet, but I'm assuming she knows multiple alphabets. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to say keep the I studied. What I'm going to yeah, look at is it, just for a few words here. This might mean west, and this other one could be the word for horse. You really don't need this other one could be. This might mean west, and this could mean horse. Because there, you've got parallel construction there. You might as well use it and um, trim the sentence. The other thing that might work mm-hmm. is to use you know, the, both of those meanings for the same word. This might mean west, or it might mean, mean horse. horse. <laughs> and that, that yeah. more firmly establishes just how confused she is. Uh, right. Now, again, it's it changes verging. some of the changes, It changes yeah. some of the meaning. Yeah. Um, with regard to the I studied bit at the mm-hmm. beginning... Um, you know, lead stronger. I've studied this alpha alphabet, but the language is wrong. You know, the words yeah, don't make sense. Right. That, that's a good way of fixing it because keeping that I studied in there, mm-hmm. like I said, it right. it gives a lot of character hints for her. It makes her very bookish all of a sudden. Um, but the rest might as well be gibberish. Gibberish is actually the wrong word, I feel, um, because she's studying something on the page. 
and gibberish evokes a gibberish babbling, is a, yeah. a, a sound. Um, it isn't, I mean, she, she's indicating she doesn't even know how to read this, so the rest might as well be scratches on the page or might as well, well be... Well, scratches, yeah. she knows the alphabet. The, the rest might as well be a cipher. Yeah, okay, yeah, this might be code or something. Anyway, there's, there's something wrong with that word, gibberish, to me. I don't know. I'd, ha I'd have to look at it um, again. Suddenly, the paper was snatched from her fingers with a snap. It makes one wonder what you've been doing for the last 10 years, Chris, said the thief as he stuttered her scribblings. Okay, well, okay, once again... Okay, suddenly the paper was snatched. Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. We have a passive voice with an unidentified actor. Right. Uh, we don't know who is snatching it. Trying to communicate it. something mm -hmm. sudden. And, and yet it seems as if the person doing that knows who Chris is. Right. Well, we know who he is in the same... Yeah, and the so... Same, the next paragraph. So, with this, though, to preserve the same meaning, I would say a hand snaked forward and snatched yeah. the paper. Mm -hmm. It makes me wonder what you've been doing for the last 10 years, Chris, and then I would use the character's name, yeah. um, who happens to be Lair, L-A-R-E. Um, Lair said as he studied her scribblings. Um, so, what we're seeing here is that um, the... 16 year ago me was much stronger at dialogue than he was at all of the things surrounding it because yeah. a lot of yeah. the things that we're po pointing to and poking out and scribbling out are the mm -hmm. the so that's, with that's it. very good yeah, news the blocking yeah well that's so what happened over the last 16 years <sighs> i don't know <laughs> you can't dodge the dodge the subject chris oh wait Sorry, I skipped one. Hello, Lair, Chris said tolerantly. I don't suppose I can convince you to leave me alone and go do something productive, like play under the horse's hooves. Very, uh, I mean, once again, another said bookism with the, mm -hmm. the petulantly. Yep, the tolerantly. Um, or, yeah, tolerantly. Mm-hmm. Got an adverb there. I might actually leave that one myself. Um, I think they're okay once in a while, personally, uh, but... Tolerantly, yeah. you'd leave. I, with I'd leave the tolerantly. Play, with the play under the horse's hooves, it's less tolerant and more uh, patient intolerance. Hmm. Um, yeah, but passive aggressively is just too long of a phrase <laughs> to put in there. <laughs> Maybe tiredly. Tiredly might be better. Which which would explain more yeah. of you know this the situation and get across her kind of what's this character's the, name? the sigh we we Chris? aren't actually Chris. hearing yeah yeah i think okay. i think tiredly is probably a much better one to use uh it conveys more meaning with the same word um do you like the i don't suppose i could go i could convince you to leave me alone and go do something productive like go play under the horse's hooves well we have another one of those negative constructions mm -hmm. but coming from a different character which is what you pointed out earlier that um this is the same character is this the same, the same character. one yep. yeah oh this is okay same. it's perfect well, in well, that case, I mean, it's he's maintaining the voice. Yeah, that, that I don't suppose. I don't know. That it it it's a very long sentence, but I don't know if it's. I a think it's bad awkward. Um, it is. It awkward. feels awkward because somebody has just snatched something out of her hands, and she's patiently delivering a well, creative diatribe. Yeah. I, I what I think is problematic for me is that it's supposed to be a snappy. Right. Um, retort, but there's just it too many so words long to for say it, it to snap. Um, and so currently, if I were going to look at this and rewrite it, I would try and just get to the snappy part faster just by cutting out words. Mm -hmm. um, hello, Lair. I don't suppose I could convince you to go play under the horse's, ho horse's hooves and leave me alone. Or even, yeah. oh, hello, Lair. I thought you were busy playing under the horses. I don't know. 
Yeah, I that, thought you were busy flirting with the serving girls. Um, Lair snorted regarding the foreign paper critically. You can't dodge the subject, Chris. You're the linguist. You cannot seem to understand the people or read their writing. What use are you? Well, we have another seem to that I think is unnecessary. Yeah. I use those a lot, and I think this is... I, I think we should emphasize that because a lot of new writers do it. The mm -hmm. seems to's pop up all over the place. Um, one thing that I want to point out here that uh, we don't have a lot of time left, but dodge the subject. Um, one of the things you're, yeah. you may have noticed already, I'm writing epic fantasy, yet a lot of these characters are speaking very 20th, yeah. 20th century. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's something I do more than some other writers do. I like my characters. My mm -hmm. books, I, I, I explain, are in translation. Someone is translating them to right. English, and they're going to try and preserve the same sense that was in them. But something like dodge the subject is such an American or um, an, an English phrasing that it doesn't work here, I feel. Mm -hmm. Even though knowing the book, these are supposed to be slightly more modern characters coming on an expedition to a more primitive culture, they're not Americans. Me, I'm, I'm going to content edit. Okay. Um, <laughs> if it's snappy, if it's a snappy you know, thing that she says to the thief about playing under the horse's hooves, uh, maybe his response is, uh, the horses sent me. They're, they're tired of carrying around a linguist who can't read the language even though we've been here for weeks. Yeah, which actually a, a new construction like that might work better because mm -hmm. as currently written, her retort to him was not a dodge of the subject. It was just a, oh, I'm so right. sick of your crap. Um, she hasn't yet tried to dodge any subjects, so. Yeah. All right. We're um, out of time again. We're out of time again. Uh, Brandon, you've got 240,000 This is 243,813 words. <laughs> words long, this We've book. got sufficient material. And we're in chapter one still. So, we're probably yeah. not going to do this. All of season again. five is just us <laughs> slogging through white sand. Season five? My gosh, we've got material enough here for the next 10 years. For the next 10 years, you're going to be listening to We'll branch us. off into white sand's excuses. <laughs> okay, 15 hours long because this book is so bad. We're going to do it. <laughs> We're going to do Into the Chaos next, okay, Dan? Just oh, so yes. you know. Nice. Yes. We should do Black or Darkness. Yeah. Oh. All right. Um, writing prompt this week uh, was given to us by producer Jordo, who really, really, really wants you to write some stories called The Importance of Being Earnest Goes to Jail. Or no, Earnest Goes or, to Earnest Camp. Goes to jail. <laughs> or to jail. Or to jail. I'm sure you or could take any Earnest movie and mash it up with Oscar Wilde and so. come up with an abomination we want we, would all love we want a mashup of an earnest movie with uh, Oscar Wilde. So, there's your writing prompt. Um, you might have an excuse this time to not write. <laughs> you got a couple of good excuses, but please write anyway because you're writers, right? Right. Right. Bye bye. That was awful. <laughs> uh. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. 
You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life altering. And if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.